Hey, it's Cody. And Matt. And thanks for joining us for another episode of The The Coma Coma Cast. Cast. Matt, we're going to be diving into all things involving the LGBT community, including our own lives. And don't forget our cats. We don't want to forget them. The Coma Cast starts now. Podcasting from the Lone Star State in Southern California, you're listening to The Coma Podcast with Cody and Matt. Everybody and welcome to the Comic Cast. We thank you for joining us here for another episode of the show today. We're going to be talking about Thanksgiving. We're a little less than a week away from the big day, and we're going to be talking about some of the kind of the myths surrounding Thanksgiving. Uh, what you think is the history of Thanksgiving is probably not actually the history of the Thanksgiving uh, that we do celebrate today. Uh, we have this whole image in our head of Native Americans and uh, pilgrims coming together for a feast. Uh, not quite so. And there's some actual surprises that even surprise me, even if you kind of realize that the image that we see is not how it is. Uh, there might be some surprises for you. Uh, so stay tuned. We'll be talking about that coming up. Of course, we do want to uh, note, uh, as you can see, Matt is not here. Um, and he is busy, of course, with all of his nursing school stuff. We're ending the semester. We're getting close to the end here. And uh, so it's kind of crunch time for those final things, final tests and final things going on. And so he is busy studying and just breathing and living school. Uh, And so he is taking some breaks occasionally to relax and rest and eat. Uh, But we do want to send him all the good vibes and good wishes. Uh, Of course, if you're connected with him on social media, send him all those uh, messages. Uh, He does check them occasionally when he does have a small little break here and there. Um, But we want to wish him all the good luck. Uh, We're very proud of him and for all the work that he's doing here. Uh, with nursing school and almost to the end of the first semester. And that is super, super exciting uh, for him, of course, but staying busy here because we're almost to the end uh, of the first semester. But he will be back with us, of course. Uh, He may be with us on the live, uh, but he will be back. And we are planning our Thanksgiving uh, episode uh, where we talk about some of our traditions uh, and memories and even some of yours, uh, of course, you can send them to me or Matt, just uh, messages, some of your favorite things about the holidays, uh, some special things, some of your favorite foods. We love to read about them and talk about them uh, with all of you. So, of course, send those to me or Matt, and we'd love to talk about that. Now, Thanksgiving. Uh, now, when you think about Thanksgiving, we have this whole memory, many of us, uh, from when we were in school and things that we were taught in school and kind of these traditions or stuff that we did of Native Americans and pilgrims coming together in this great grand feast and everyone was happy and it just was like this like perfect picture. Well, it was a perfect picture and we'll talk about kind of some of where that whole thing came from. But when we do think of Thanksgiving, it's really synonymous with some of those festivities family, uh, fun, those traditions that we have uh, in the fall time and being thankful for for certain things. Uh, One thing I thought that was pretty interesting about Thanksgiving when you would talk about Thanksgiving is that Thanksgiving Eve is actually one of the biggest bar nights um, of the year. Now, I thought it would be like St. Patrick's Day, but it's actually Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, And that's kind of because everyone is back home. You don't want to mess up the house before Thanksgiving. No one wants to do anything like cook or get ready uh, for, you know, the night before because you're going to be doing all of that the next day. And so everyone kind of comes together. You have like friends and family in town visiting back home. And so everyone just kind of wants to go out and drink and relax. And 
So that's what happens. Well, that was kind of an interesting insight that I didn't realize was an actual thing. But um, if you ever really stop to think about uh, the story behind Thanksgiving Day, you know, do we know where it originated? Uh, Do you know why we even celebrate it? Uh, And there's many Thanksgiving myths. uh, But is it true history? Uh, Not really. Uh, and there has some been some lasting damage uh, that's caused to Native Americans, and the image of what we think uh, Thanksgiving is has continued on, and it's not necessarily the greatest uh, story to continue on uh, some of those negatives or positives uh, of that story. Now, what is the Thanksgiving myth? Now, the Thanksgiving myth, uh, which is recounted many times in schools, like I had mentioned, you know, growing up talking about uh, the Native Americans and the pilgrims coming together. We did like little plays, I remember, in uh, elementary school. And so it's kind of really ingrained into you. I think these days we've kind of gotten a little bit away from that, but it still kind of is the general story that is told and taught uh, in school. Uh, Of course, it's endured for generations uh, and it's been taught in history classes, but it does directly impact how we view that time period how we view Native Americans, uh, and, you know, that story is continually perpetuated. Now, the story, of course, goes like this. When hard times hit European settlers in America, a Native American by the name of Squanto rescued them from starvation by sharing some of his wisdom uh, about planting uh, corn. Now, grateful for their savior, they invited him to join for a celebratory feast, hence Thanksgiving was born. Now, of course, it's a beautiful story. It celebrates life, gratitude, and friendship, but there's just one problem. It's not true. Now, our modern day celebrations uh, are based on this romanticized uh, idea, a legend, and it was actually written by an author who had never even been to America. Now, as historians continue to uncover uh, things from that period of time, Today's Thanksgiving myth represents history, misrepresents history uh, in a in a number of ways. Now, uh, this is one thing that uh, was kind of insightful that I didn't actually know about fully. Now, Squanto was actually enslaved by some of those English uh, explorers. Now, it turns out he wasn't just a friendly guy who was happy to share his skills. Uh, in fact, he'd actually been kidnapped and enslaved. Now, in 1614, an English explorer kidnapped Squanto from his native village uh, in what is the area that we probably would say is Massachusetts. Now, uh, Squanto was taken to Europe with a few of his other enslaved Native Americans, kind of as a showpiece, you know, for people to come and gawk at. Uh, Now, exhibits of the New World being uh, recorded around the world uh, and in Europe. to kind of be for spectator curiosity and to look at these Native Americans because in, in that area, they'd never seen them. And so it was kind of like a circus act, a sideshow act and uh, what had happened. And so that's kind of an interesting setup uh, to kind of some of the things that actually occurred when uh, the, the Europeans came to America uh, for the what we call the Thanksgiving period of time. Now, Pilgrims were actually, uh, who settled in the Plymouth uh, area, didn't actually think of themselves as pilgrims. Now, they considered themselves separatists because they believed that there were already too many churchmen in England. Now, they were trying to create a new home base uh, here, 
uh, based on some of their godly principles, while also, though, avoiding persecution from the England's Catholic government. Now, so why pilgrims may have been a convenient catch-all term for those people, uh, they did describe themselves as, of course, as separatists. Now, it didn't necessarily apply to everyone uh, that had come over, but for a, a big group of those people that they did consider them separatists. Uh, about 250 years later, though, we are still clinging to that myth about those plucky pilgrims uh, sailing off into the unknown to uh, with their big smiles on their faces, cold beer in their hands, uh, to explore and welcome everybody and just be this one big happy family. Uh, and, of course, that's not what it is. Uh, they were actually feeling uh, religious persecution, uh, which at that time was happening all over Europe. Now, the Puritans spent much of their time when they got to the New World uh, starving, traveling through snow-covered woods, begging for supplies. Of course, they were new to the area, so they didn't know the area. They didn't know all the weather that happened. And so, you know, you're kind of thrown into this, and they, they weren't necessarily fully prepared. They had survived some, some sort of time. Um, from what we kind of know, but they did begin to struggle at times a bit. Uh, they were also having to fight off attacks from warriors defending their land from invaders because obviously there were people already here. I know surprising and shocking everybody that there were people here already. And so you have new people come in and they're trying to be like, oh, this is my area. And it's like, no, there were already people here. You know, we we talk about this a lot on the podcast. So, uh, that you know when we talk about racism and uh people being like get out of my country and it's like well you know you came to this country there were already people here uh so it was their land we invaded their land and so they were having to they were having to contend with that now uh the native american tribes when we talk about them now before the settlers arrived uh in plymouth uh, and that whole, what we would say is the New England area now, uh, the Native Americans had been on the continent for thousands of years. Of course, they had been here. Now, the, they they called the area uh, home for many, many generations before those white settlers began arriving to the shores. Now, there were a peaceful tribes, uh, many of them in the area, and they lived off local farming, fishing, hunting, uh, gathering, all of those kinds of things. Now, one of the tribes, uh, the Wampanoa, uh, had a reputation for being uh, skilled hunters uh, who made use of 300 types of wild plants to take medicinal teas and food and all kinds of stuff. Of course, living off the land and using everything to its fullest potential. Now, thanks to the Native Americans, uh, the pilgrims were able to feed themselves in their first Thanksgiving celebration uh, which many believe was a celebration of the one year of living in the new world. And so that's where you start getting some of those pieces that develop this romanticized legend uh, that we get. But it wasn't necessarily them first coming ashore. It was a celebration of one year being here. Uh, and it was not like a, a joint, <laughs> complete effort of everyone coming together in solidarity for this like, oh, my God, we have a savior here. They didn't even need a savior, you know. This was their land and other people were coming here. Now, despite the harmonious Thanksgiving story, uh, relations between the pilgrims, uh, those English settlers who first arrived here, or what we were saying earlier, the separatists and the Wampanoag neighbors were very tense, actually, from the start. Um, as pilgrim, Governor William Bradford himself admitted 
harsh words pass between uh, the two. Now, a misunderstanding about a bundle of arrows eventually led to an an all-out brawl that left two colonists dead before cooler heads prevailed. Now, that is according to some studies uh, about this period of time and what we've kind of been able to learn. Of course, there's tons and tons of stories. If you actually start digging into this and reading about it, there's books on this talking about some of these things that aren't actually really known a lot about because we, we, again, we stick to that same like tiny little story when there's so much that happened in that period of time uh, of people coming to the new world and having those first interactions with people who had been here for thousands and thousands of years. Now, over time, relations with the tribe and the Native Americans in the area uh, improved somewhat, um, but it would be wrong to characterize that as a warm or friendly relationship. Uh, It was a coexisting uh, relationship. There's actually some stories when I was uh, looking about this in that when the, the settlers came to the New World, they like started purchasing uh, pieces of land. But there was confusion on that because uh, people who had been here for thousands of years, when there, that was happening, it was kind of like you were joining in into a co-op. You weren't necessarily purchasing the land. You were joining in putting your money in with ours and all of that kind of thing. And so there was some confusion of that because the uh, those English settlers who had come over when purchasing that land, they were thinking, oh, we are purchasing this land from you. Whereas those who had been here for those thousands and thousands of years uh, were like confused about that. And that they were like, thought they were joining into a co-op. Uh, of sorts as opposed to purchasing that land from them and so that's where some of the kind of the confusion uh came from and so that that's a whole interesting side thing that you can uh check out uh of course if any of this interests you it's all amazingly interesting uh history of course i really love and so you know this is just only a small little bit we just kind of wanted to highlight some of the the history of thanksgiving because there is a lot of misunderstanding from it and again we had this romanticized idea of it versus what the reality uh, on the ground actually had been. Now, a national day of Thanksgiving and what we celebrate now as the Thanksgiving actually was a celebration of the Union victory at Gettysburg. Now, I think most people don't know that. Uh, You know, they're going to go back to it's that romanticized legend when actually the first national day of Thanksgiving took place in 1777, but it was not called that until President Lincoln declared that 86 years later uh, in 1863. Now, on October 3rd, 1863, expressing gratitude for a pivotal Union victory at Gettysburg, President Abraham Lincoln announced that the nation would celebrate an official Thanksgiving holiday on November 26, 1863. And uh, he gave this whole speech uh, talking about it where he said, I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November, next as a day of Thanksgiving. And I recommend to them that while offering up the ascription justly due to him, they do also with humble penance for our national perseverance and disobedience, commend to his tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in the lamentable civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged and fervently implore the interposition of the almighty hand to heal the wounds of the nation, to restore it as soon as may be consistent with divine purposes, to the full enjoyment of peace, harmony, tranquility, and union. And that was a speech that he gave concerning Thanksgiving after the uh, fight at Gettysburg. And so, hence, 
that Thanksgiving we do celebrate today was born. Every year since Mr. Lincoln's 1863 proclamation, the United States has celebrated Thanksgiving there uh, on the third uh, week of November, the last Thursday uh, of November. Now, an interesting little side note to all of that in doing that is Franklin Delano Roosevelt, uh, at a period of time, actually moved the date of Thanksgiving to allow more shopping days uh, between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, and so he did that completely for uh, retailers uh, and those uh, companies to make more money from us. Um, but there was like some uproar about that. And then ultimately it was moved back. Uh, Congress moved it back and it was like established as that date. And so we continue to celebrate uh, Thanksgiving there on the uh, the last Thursday-ish uh, of November. Well, that is just kind of like a crash course of kind of what the Thanksgiving uh, was uh, in reality versus the romanticized legend. There are bits and pieces here of the romanticized legend that we do uh, or have been taught that kind of lay into some truth of it, but there's a lot of really hard truth uh, in there that, it, you know, that we don't uh, put out there. We don't learn in school in history uh, classes. And so it's important to, to know about that uh, and not just kind of go along with that romanticized legend uh, of Thanksgiving. Of course, uh, many of us these days, you know, don't think about the pilgrims and that whole thing anymore. Thanksgiving to many of us now has become a time to gather with friends and family. Uh, be thankful for the things that we've had uh, throughout the year. Be thankful for our friends that uh, have been really close with us. Um, and that's where you have Friendsgiving uh, that was born uh, in the last uh, handful of years. And so it's just kind of a time to come together. And I think that's uh, a great thing, but while also acknowledging uh, where some of that history actually did come from uh, when the New World, uh, those English settlers came to uh, what is now America, um, happened and all of that. But we'll leave it there right now. Uh, of course, we will be live on Friday. And of course, next week, we'll have a Thanksgiving episode uh, where Matt and me will talk about some of our favorite memories of Thanksgiving, uh, some Thanksgiving facts and different things about that. Also, hopefully, some of your Thanksgiving thoughts and memories from your holidays that we would love to share. Of course, send those to me or Matt. Uh, DM us on Twitter or on the Comacast uh, Twitter uh, page. You can also do that. Um, but we'd love to hear from you. Of course, uh, we hope all of you have a great weekend. And uh, if we don't hear from you, or you don't see us before uh, Thanksgiving. We hope all of you have a great Thanksgiving and uh, celebrate it with lots of fun, friends, family, uh, and food. Anyway, I will see you uh, on Friday. Bye, everyone. So, hey, guys, we want to remind everyone um, that you can keep in touch with us on all of our social media channels, um, whether that is uh, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You can do all of that at the Comacast. And we definitely love to interact and hear from all of our listeners. All of this is not possible without you guys. And if you don't mind rating our podcast on iTunes or whatever your preferred podcast uh, provider is, just leave a comment. It's greatly appreciated. And thank you for joining us. See you next time.